What's going on, everybody? It's Ricker and Bond, YouTube money, blockchain technology, and your right to be a person in the United States. What's going on, Bond Jane? It's a lot's going on, and we talk about it here. Okay. appreciate it immensely what's happening what's going on rick and Vaughn, everybody thanks for tuning in on your sweet sweet monday morning or any other day you choose to chime in to the internet web 3.0 live on satellite streaming from mars it's elon musk baby boy he's a baby name? boy yeah i think so they named it different things yeah, that are a couple baby boys he's got a couple kids yeah He's just been like, shooting his load into people's vagina or what? Just not really like using protection. How can he afford all those kids? He, he has a pretty wealthy company. You think he has a good job? Yeah, it's pretty he, okay from what I hear. You think he brings some, some good income? Some bacon? Do you I think some... he has to worry about rent? No. Actually, he. I saw an article that said he doesn't really have like a main home base and he lives most of his time in a little like square bunker on like a an Tesla property or a SpaceX property or something. What a weirdo. He is kind of peculiar. And he talks funny. Him. You ever heard him speak? Yeah, I think he has like... So some like Tourette's? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's Tourette's. I think he's African. Apparently he's he's uh, originally not like Africa, Africa. I think he was like Dutch or something, and his parents moved there. Have you seen his brother? Uh, briefly, but not in my head. Looks just like him, but <laughs> cowboy. I think I do remember that though. Does he have a, a nice little musk cowboy hat? Of course. <laughs> How many kids they got? A little musk family. Like six, probably. His parents were gem miners, miners of gems, like uncut gems. Yeah. Do you think, you know how people are like, oh, uh, Elon Musk didn't start from nothing. His parents were gem miners or something. Ah! Or, I don't know. Or uh, what's another good one? I think Jeff Bezos' parents gave him like a hundred grand or something to start. I don't think Bezos knows his daddy. Or his adopted dad. Ah, even worse. But uh, I'm thinking, like, how's that? That's not really any different than, like, finding somebody and getting funding. You know? It's a little bit different. It's kind of a little nepotistic. Except the money is a little more, like, they have more faith in you than a venture capitalist probably would. Stevie, what's going on, my guy? Live on Instagram and YouTube and Twitch, Ricker and Bond. I mean, it is different. <laughs> it's it's definitely not different. Not not different. Well, yeah, it's different, have, but it's like it's you're still getting money from other people, but it's also like. But it's uh, like, if the guy the says same. I got a hundred thousand dollars from my dad, uh -huh. and a guy says I got a hundred thousand dollars from venture capital funding, I, th I they see both, that a little different. They both yeah. technically didn't start from nothing because they both were given money. Is my point. So okay. to say, oh, Jeff Bezos didn't start from nothing. Well, nobody started from nothing because everybody gets funding somehow. 
unless they don't, which is kind of rare. Yeah, that's kind of just like equating getting money to nothing, though. You know how people say... Like what does uh, start from nothing mean? Start from nothing means... You're you, poor and you have you, no You start from money. zero. You start uh-huh. from no money is given to you to start your company. Uh-huh. And you're saying that getting money from a family is the same as getting money from an alternative source that isn't your family. I'm saying they're both not starting from nothing. The starting from nothing phrase is weird to me. You know, remember when uh, Kylie Jenner became a billionaire mm-hmm. and there Still was this to argument, make oh, a she company. didn't, she did, she's not self-made. She's not the first self-made female billionaire because she didn't start from nothing because she has the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. She, uh, but she had $100,000 of her own money, right? That she used to start the company, mm-hmm. right? So I'm saying that like, since she's using her own money to start the company, that's kind of like more of starting from nothing than your family giving it to you or you're getting it from a venture capitalist. I mean, a venture firm or something. Both ways you still have to make a company that succeeds is what you're saying. Both way, every com- no company doesn't start without help. Money. <laughs> yes, yeah. without money. So you can't really say, you can't really say anybody started from nothing. Yeah. But there is a difference between getting money from family and getting money from a different source. Absolutely. One is blind faith in your kid and another is <laughs> faith in the company itself. Blind faith from another. But they're both not they're kid. both capital that can be used to fail or succeed. Yeah. You can't gotta, fail or succeed without capital. That's true. That's true. You got to make a company that survives either way. Speaking of surviving this instagram is killing me oh oh dude steve you you can't hop be hopping in the pod on live pod bro but i appreciate the the live stevie next time stevie stevie you got any questions bro any any brooding uh life queries that you want answered by two people in southern california two 37 year old men I'm I'm just a 37-year-old man trying to get by, dude. How you doing? How's your mental health? How's your bowel movements gone? Actually, not that great. Your bowel I, movements or your mental health? Bowel movements. Oh, my goodness. What's That's going on? Cool. <laughs> I fucking went to this place last night. This place in uh, was it Tokyo. Was it sushi? It was just not chill. Not chill. <laughs> I've never had a... I haven't had a bad restaurant experience in a while, but this just... Nothing nothing was right about this place. Was it sushi? Nah, it was uh it was like we had like fried rice and we had shrimp and mm. and just like the shrimp bad, just wasn't wasn't right. Bad shrimp. Drinks were horrible. Drink worst drinks you've ever had. Uh, the water was on tap or what? It was like it was like it, it's like if you went to the first Adobe house and you're like, yo, make me a mixed drink, it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just you know, booty punch hole or what? It was just I've never I've never <laughs> sent food back to the kitchen before. You sent food back. I've sent food back. I oh my like, goodness! I'm, what a I'm momentous occasion! What you wait? So you got this, and I'm not paying for this drink, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No, dude, I should have taken a picture of it, bro. Oh my god! Did you hop on a Yelp and make your voice heard? No, nah, I was like, it's not even worth it. I just won't come <laughs> anymore. But like. Oh, dude, I felt like such a Karen, dude. And the fucking waiter was like, I want to get the supervisor. I was like, bring him out, dude. I'll let him know. And, <laughs> and then yeah. bring him out by DX, DMX started playing? Yeah. Bring him out. Oh, bring and the him worst out. part, holy shit. Everything could have been forgiven. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> they had this fucking karaoke or whatever going on, like this band. Holy shit. Not only was the music bad, it was so loud. Like the fucking sound engineer did not know how to, was like deaf or something. Nirvana I felt, like, cover I, I felt band. like I was being held hostage because I was waiting for hours to get my check. <laughs> <laughs> I was minutes away from just getting up and leaving. While there's a blaring music in the background. Yeah. And like, you know, the waiters and the manager are walking by our table, deliberately not making eye contact with me. Yeah. Because yeah. you know? I'm just like. So shrimp and fried rice got 
called back to the kitchen. Shrimp fried or fried rice? rice? The fried rice was okay. The fried rice, I paid for the fried rice. Was it cold I shrimp? I have it. Fucking <laughs> shoot the shrimp. I don't know. Damn, so, yeah. dude. I don't know. Uh, they said it was a grand opening. That place was not new. For oh wow, no way that place was new. You know, I, I wouldn't. Uh, maybe a grand reopening with uh, uh, things opening up from COVID, perhaps. Nice little Probably. branding right there. Fuck, dude. I wish I remember the name of that place. So I could just. I was gonna say, dude. Blast. <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta, you gotta say their name loud and proud. It's just something, check your Google something Maps. bar and don't go to any bar and grill in Little Tokyo near the Arts District in Los Angeles. That place sucks. The Arts, the arts District is low key just a slum. <laughs> arts district, district is getting really nice. That's what they I'm saying. Like, but like as as something as something gets built up, it's at the present time is uh, not the best place. I remember I was in an Uber one time and this chick lived at like an apartment. I'm assuming in the Arts District. And like they said, the arts district, and it was the first time I've ever like been there. And I was like, "Yeah, this place, this is, does not look like an arts district. Dude. This looks like a like an alley." <laughs> Saw a um uh, an article about good old Chinese investors. They're about to pour, I think, twelve billion dollars into the arts district to make it like popping. Yeah. What are these firms that are Chinese investment firms that are going into LA real estate? I don't know. If Are they like, backed by I U.S. debt, sure perhaps? It's it's China and it's Korea. A lot of Korea. I remember but you can like if you go, you can like look up who owns these buildings, and you're never gonna find a name. It's just gonna be something something LLC. Mm. And then if you look up who owns that, it's just another LLC. And then you got to go like 24 LLCs deep before you find a name. It's actually interesting. There was a something I was reading a minute ago that was saying. They're like Chinese either has, it's probably like too much like cash where they just have to like spend it on things. It's either, yeah. It was either like a surplus of cash or surplus of debt. And I'm assuming it's not debt because it's kind of a, that's a little US shtick, you know, you got to get it out the money. But they were like, yo, we just got to like give cash to people. Like we got to park our money because we got so much cash. Imagine us having cash to just throw investments. <laughs> As a government, dude. Fucking remember the vision fund? The thing that made we work or funded we work? Vaguely. I think it was I think it was sixty billion dollars of funding that this guy named Masa in Korea, the CEO of SoftBank. Uh and his whole thing was, you know, we missed the we missed the internet boom, but we're gonna start funding the next generation of internet, blockchain, all this stuff and he raised $60 billion from the most wealthy people all over the world. And he poured a shit ton of it into WeWork. And obviously that was a f- giant disaster and they lost billions. I think they turned 25 billion into like 1 billion in like 30 days. Mm-hmm. WeWork or something. So it's that like, was it's quite like, the, it's like an L on that. <laughs> quite the 2010 tale. Yeah, it was very, oh, this isn't 2010. This is like last year. 2010s. Like a couple months ago. 2010s, 2010s. The, the start of the 20s. Yeah. Chinese developers find buyers for bonds despite some defaults in specter of further regulation. Maybe it is they have a bunch of bonds. They're buying debt. Yeah, buying people's debt. China's real estate companies, which ran up debts at home and abroad, are finding plenty of buyers for their bonds despite some concerning signs for the industry. Chinese real estate firms have sold... billion worth of bonds since the beginning of the year. So they're selling their debt. 16% increase. You said what? I'm thinking about buying some debt. From from who? From anyone that'll pay me. You're going to go on on LittleBond.com? LittleJunkBond or what, dude? We're doing doing triple B's, doing triple A. What do you got here, man? Nah, I'm going to make a company. I'm going to... I'm going to pay off their debt and then they pay me with a lower interest rate. How how big we how big of a debt are we talking here? Uh I don't know, start small, maybe like five grand. Do you, what company do you know that's selling five five K bonds? Probably no one. I'll be the first. There's companies sell. There's companies paying off like fifty grand of people's credit card debt and stuff, 
But I'm thinking, like, if there's a college student that's just getting wrecked and they're like, yo, $5,000, I need to pay this off to start building my credit, I'll be like, yo, I'll pay that off for you and you just pay me instead. Mm. You know what Interesting. I mean? So then your credit is chill. And, you know. You got to get saying? an ironclad contract there. And then what I do, I sell their debt to someone else. That's what I do. So I just become a fucking bank. Mm. I sell their debt to somebody else and um, I take that money and then I lend it to some other thing. I'm going to need to get someone to keep track of all this. I'm just going to be a fucking bank and I'm going to keep every transaction in the middle. Have you tried doing DeFi stuff yet? DeFi? With with crypto, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I use Uniswap. For like lending assets for for like uh like um like staking no i'm blanking on project names but like you you put up crypto for it's it's DeFi decentralized banks so you're you're either taking a loan out or you're putting up the opposite of that and you get a return oh no i have not i mean i've heard of it i've read it a little bit but i haven't tried it that's you might want to be interested in that (laughs) Damn, but that man. that's that whole thing still I think is kind of just a little bit of gambling and people might be getting building up a, a weird foundational billing of crashing down on kids that are looking for 160,000 APR. Fuck, I need to get smarter. Reading's fun. DeFi's fun. I need to talk to somebody because the whole thing is like it is just that it's it's banking but decentralized so it's like oh now we can give our debt away of crypto um but a lot of people are just making projects that are like yo you get 160 percent return on the year and then some things fall and then you everybody loses their stuff okay, uh, shit. i'm blanking on project names but that's what i brought up matic for last time because a lot of people there's a popular one that people use matic for lending instead of ethereum for just buying things Matic, another one I bought at the top. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, Everyone really... was saying it's gonna keep going up. It's gonna keep going up. This is this is still the bottom. We're going to ninety k. I was like, I mean, if you zoom out, you gotta zoom out, dude. And it's hard, like in the midst of it, especially kind of as like people who are like <laughs> looking at investment stuff for the first time, or, like first two years of it. This table's crooked and it annoys me, but it's like you do get some fear that it's like it will continue up for the rest of your life and you're like oh man i missed a chance to get in and hindsight is 2020 but if you if you zoom out be like that's well that's an all-time high right there and then usually things hit an all-time high and do not keep on going especially in crypto dude fucking she pump was so nuts like i just they haven't got looking back at it i've never seen such price movement like that in my life I mean, how that long have you been looking at price like, food? <laughs> well, I like, I sold, I took profits for sure, but I was like looking at it. I was like, dude, this is like bigger than GameStop. And yeah, it's like, crypto, man. Crypto, crypto has steroids, especially with like. Uh. <laughs> it was the hardest crash. That's probably the hardest crash in crypto history. Well, you go, you go up so high, you go down just as fast, man. You gotta, you gotta have some, some good timing there. Jesus Lord. I told my fucking. My sister don't say family. Okay. Shit. Don't <laughs> say what? I was about to say, don't say family. You told your family? No, I told, well, not really. My sister's boyfriend to buy she, but like, of course, it's at the top, but he didn't do it. Thank God. That would have been disastrous. Yeah. A lot of noise, man. There's a whole lot of noise in the world. Sometimes you got to siphon it out. I like the isolation. Oh, Want to take a break real quick? Let's do it. That's hard. One thing I will say about Doja Cat, she does not sleep on those music videos. She goes hard. She goes hard on those visuals for sure. That was really good. I like that. I haven't heard that. I think her and the same manager. Produced by Dr. Luke. 
Cool name, Dr. Luke. Luke. I think <laughs> Look he... at Dr. Luke, bro. Hold <laughs> up. Is Dr. Luke that guy that did all the Juice World stuff? Uh, I can see in a second. Look at Dr. Luke. Here? Oh, Holy oh, shit. He's what? Swedish, isn't he? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, we, got some, we got some dark horse stuff in there. Boats and hose, bro. This man produced boats and hose. Oh, he did Juicy. Wrecking oh, he ball. He's, he's going hard. He's in there. He's, he's established. in the industry. He's a, he's no joke. Oh, well, no. like Dr. Luke. You can't, <laughs> you can't fail. You got to go hard. I wonder how many doctor. names. <laughs> what if he's a real doctor? He's on the side. <laughs> he, he looks like a man that could have been a real doctor. His name is, oh man. Okay. So his name is Lucas with a Z at the end. Here, oh, of course he's from, share again. from another country. Um, I kind of got something to say about that. I was watching, let me do a little. Oh, American. Oops, oops, oops. All my text. All my text being. Oh, we can talk about that a little bit. Since you've been gone. Okay, so he's been in a a minute. Hold on one second, one second. No, no, keep going, keep going. Looks like he works with a lot of female artists. Nicki Minaj. Juicy J. Um... Lucas Gottwald says he's American, but I mean, a name with a Z at the end, I-I-D-K. Oh, this is that guy that fucking did Kesha, Kesha's thing. Is he the person that raped Kesha mentally? <laughs> yeah, look right he's there. The- Despite his massive success, his career was heavily impacted in the 2010s by a lawsuit with Kesha, the key Luke, who abused throughout her career with him. I knew that name rang a bell. Luke! <laughs> No, doctor, no. The lawsuit was initially filed in October 2014, and while most of the charges filed against him were dropped in 2016, Gottwald's countersuit to Kessa states is still ongoing as of 2020. This well, man was the reason. Work. This man was the reason that Kesha made a, a a heartfelt voice belting song that I listened to on a plane. Did you ever know about that song? It was like she came out. She hadn't had a. You said what? Not. Not TikTok. TikTok. And I'm, I'm surprised that someone hasn't made a TikTok trend with that yet. Um, no, she had a, a song that, oh, my battery's almost dead. Ooh, interesting. Plug that in, yeah. Uh, I'm always plugged in. Ooh. Okay. Um, she had a song that was uh, just like like her her release song it was like oh i've been locked up for a long time and she like went super high pitched on one thing like one part of the song and it was like it's her belting i was on an airplane and looking out the window and i was like oh you go kesha but mr luke over here is just making bangers dude luke's still getting work i mean (laughs) i mean either either that's a, a very sad tale of someone who's uh, uh, an abusive dude and still getting Hollywood work, which you know, it kind of seems like a Hollywood tale. It kind of seems like a Hollywood thing to do. <laughs> it seems like the maybe the most Hollywood thing to be a, a bad person to someone very vigorously and still get paid for your work. I mean, the banger slap. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you still got a good song here, Luke. I mean, hey, wait, what did he do exactly? I think, I think it was just like nothing physical. Like he didn't like rape her. He just like didn't let her make music with anyone else. I I, I want to lean that way. Oh well, in that case, like I want to lean that way, but this girl Kesha seemed to be very distraught. Maybe don't sign that contract, Kesha. Uh, let's see if we can. <laughs> There's a whole Wikipedia page entitled Kesha v. Doctor Luke. This is a uh, a a I think a, a lawsuit. What do we got going on here? This is from the, the New York Supreme Court. Not negotiable. Not illegible, whatever that means. Kesha Rose Severt, music producer Lucas Sebastian Gottwald, civil suit against Gottwald, emotional distress, gender-based hate crime, and employment discrimination. This is... Scottwell filed a lawsuit in New York Supreme Court in which... He sued Severt and her mother, so Luke suing Kesha and mom for defamation and breach of contract. Denied all allegations. Filed in support of his defamation suit. 
defamatory statements in an attempt to extort Dr. Luke into releasing Kesha from her exclusive recording agreement. Kesha claimed Luke was guilty of sexual harassment, gender violence. What is the picture? Okay. <laughs> wow. What but, is the gender violence picture? Uh, you know, just a little. Oh, no. I mean, can we, I mean, maybe we go a little more gender violence picture over here on sexual harassment, Wikipedia, maybe. Um, in an airport? <laughs> it looks like a bus, dude. Dude, uh, okay. It's getting weird. Yeah, it's uh, icky. So, Kesha claimed Luke guilty of sexual harassment, gender violence, which, what does gender violence mean? Just like violence, but being a woman? Okay, cool. The two, the two genders fight, is that gender violence? Okay, I feel like it's skews towards the women's side. Civil harassment, violation of California's law, unfair business, infliction of emotional distress, negligent retention and supervision. Counterclaim, Dr. Luke. Uh, no. Kesha, that, Kesha says, the suit alleged that he drugged and raped her on two occasions, made threats against Kesha and her family, and called her derogatory names. You can sue someone for calling derogatory names. Uh, it's in it's in the suit. Hmm. Drugged and raped Luke. It's quite the allegation there, my guy. Request yeah. for preliminary injunction. Don't know what injunction means. Was denied. Kesha appealed the decision the following month. Dismissed all of Kesha's counterclaims against Doctor Luke. Said Jerry Corknerk. Kesha and her legal team appealed the injunction. Kesha was recorded in deposition. Judge found significant claims by Kesha were false, and she was ordered to pay Dr. Luke almost $400,000 in 2020. Oh, she got fucked. So, in 2020, a judge was like, yo, Kesha, everything you're saying is wrong, and you gotta pay Luke, my guy. He must have had evidence against her. Dang. Against her stories. So, wait, 2016, Kesha nearly, what's an injunction? It's a lot of money. So, Does Kesha yeah. have that? <laughs> <laughs> She's not exactly popping. Uh, it seems that to sell her house, dude. Dang, dude. So, uh, from from my brief reading of a Wikipedia page on the good old case of Kesha versus Doctor Luke, seems like Kesha was wrong. It's like Kesha, she wasn't. Uh, maybe lied and got the repercussions of that. Yeah, the, the, tried the, to ruin someone's career. The defamation joint. Yeah, hmm, that was that was like a whole thing too. I think it was like the maybe the something VMAs or something. And I want to say Demi Lovato had a whole thing where she was like, "Fuck Dr. Luke on TV." That probably, <laughs> Dude. Was, that probably wasn't really good for his career. There, there was a Demi Luke thing. Well, you know she, uh, you know she does heroin. Uh, you know, you know how Demi Lovato has to like jump on every issue. I don't really. I don't know the, the Lovato tales. But I think she, I think she tries to I, I, I don't get why Demi Lovato. Like, I see her pop up everywhere. Never in my life have I heard somebody say, yo, play that new Demi Lovato. I've heard somebody yeah. say, play that new Selena Gomez. Mm. Which, is, which is a reach. I think but, she's popping overseas, Selena. Dude, know. Selena's fans are all bots, probably. I think she has, I think we looked it up one time. She has like top five Spotify listeners, whatever. <laughs> That's nuts. I think she was going hard. I think it's, I think it was Latin American stuff. Fans. She didn't even sing in Spanish. I think she has a, a few songs actually that are in the Spanish language. <laughs> With that name in puffy face, I mean, you got to. The puffy face for sure. <laughs> she has a, she, she has some big cheeks. I think there was like a one scene in Wizards of Wavy Place where she like had an overly puffy face. Like she got like she a. She still hits up the weekend. Like, hey man, your album was good. <laughs> probably, probably not, dude. Probably that not. song was good, bro, Luke. That was. You may, uh, I mean, allegedly you didn't do it, but you know, good, good production. I wonder what Cash is up to. Probably working at McDonald's to pay off that Luke. Four hundred K. What's her net worth? Let's look that up. It can't be too. Much. She's probably still making money from, unless Doctor Luke's making all the money. I mean, her. I'm saying probably, <laughs> probably. She's probably fucked. 
dang, dude. In such a bad conjuring, you're like, yo, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say this guy raped me, huh? She could probably make that all back in a month on OnlyFans. Just, uh, no way. Um, we're looking at a 2021 net worth of 10 million for Kesha. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not bad, Kesha. She's pretty cute. Where's she from? 10 million. Kesha, you need some help? No, no way she up. does. No way she has Ooh, that much. I from retract, what, one song, one hit song? Retract one of my statements about Kesha being attractive. Maybe she has two hit songs. TikTok on the clock right round bro okay lmfa hold on hold on i got i gotta give kesha some some uh you know she got tiktok oh, blah, we're gonna blow uh i mean come on dude she would kind of rule like the first half of 2010s all right she had a she had a, a handful you of sp is right round with kesha dude really that's a Kesha song. No, it's Florida song. Is it? Single performed by Florida. Vocals from Kesha. She she was going hard for a few years. Best selling digital single in history at one point was TikTok. TikTok on the clock. Doctor Luke. <laughs> Twenty fourteen. Dang. Miranda Cosgrove. Where do you see that? <laughs> At the at the at the bottom right there, ran across Grove. Remember, like world ends. Yeah, dude, they're back with it. They brought that back. Remember, I was wondering. I I don't know. I I, I don't watch. I'm not gonna watch iCarly anymore. But are you kidding me? About Dan Schneider. Up on the episode, <laughs> he talked about Dan Schneider. No, 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 no. Remember, we were. Do you think yes. he's involved in the new iCarly? What's it through Netflix? It's on a Paramount Plus. Hmm. I don't know. Probably uh, you want to wrap it up? I got 3% battery on my laptop. Like the episode? We could wrap up the segment. I can go grab a little charger. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap up the segment. Okay. I couldn't take that for a long time. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dilemma here. What? I have a, 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 a library of content that I've made throughout my childhood on YouTube, just privated, right? Yeah. And I don't know if I told you what I'm doing, but in order to speed up the monetization process, I am posting new content on that channel with the privated videos. And I already know this channel is going to blow up, but you know, if this channel blows up, I will never again have the option to unprivate those videos that I made in my childhood. Just download them. Yeah, I could download them, but I'm also, but I'm thinking the value also is like, as YouTube grows older, having a video that's like 11 years old on there, you know, and also a bunch of comments and also, I don't know. Is, am I overthinking it? A, a tiny bit. I really don't think that, uh, Having prehistoric YouTube videos, I mean, it could have like some value like in the future. And I'm just like, and the video is still up there. I'm just like, yeah, look, I made this in 2009. I mean, it's like having a VHS tape that you made. Yeah, but I mean, I still have the fucking files, of course. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, I'm just like, shit, I can just buy a monetized channel right now. And I'm talking to this guy, but he wants me to fucking send him Bitcoin. And I'm just like, dude, no, well, nah, dude. My Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. He wants a hundred dollars of Bitcoin. But I'm just, have you tried to propose, maybe would you like some dollars instead, sir? Well, they have this, uh way to like pay through this website and i'm just like dude why don't we just use that but he's saying that takes seven days and it, mm. like, kind of sounds fucking, uh i don't mind sending someone bitcoin just buy a hundred dollars real quick and send it because i need a fucking channel like immediately before these videos start popping off is it the what content do you want to say uh i'll tell you off the air so no one steals my shit hey man Niches are filled either way. 
no, nah, but I can't, I, I can't create direct competition. Sure. Um, uh, I mean, I would download them either way, though. The your old videos. Yeah. Because it is kind of just you being emotionally attached a tiny bit. Because I really don't think that having old videos is going to be that much of a value in the future. So emotionally attached. But you could also just keep them private. <laughs> and then it's, it's literally my life story. But I'm also like, they were private for the last two years and no one gave a shit. So. How much of an audience is clamoring for it? Every I now mean, and again, people ask me, where's your old videos? I can't find them anywhere. I'm just like, oh, I, they privated them. Mm. and mean, even people have been commenting on this shit like yo what is this channel used to be what happened to this channel i still think it's it's kind of a interesting idea to go back on there as you in the future and do some content just you based yeah because i have like a fucking i know a lot of these subscribers are fucking just dead channels but it's like eleven thousand subscribers you could also try that out for a little bit doing future you stuff just because it's you oriented. And then if it's just a flat nothing, then use it for whatever. Huh. It doesn't hurt the, the future content upload. Future content. What, what do you mean by future content exactly? The I meant it doesn't hurt your new content utilization of it on that channel if you try to go back on is it online john yeah back on online john just as you and see if people are willing to take be an audience of that and if they aren't then you can just switch it to your your evergreen content yeah <laughs> but i need money now <laughs> Well, that's that's why most people go broke, dude. Holy shit. And this is like, oh my God. It took me uh, two months to get seven watch hours with the other Evergreen channel. And I got seven watch hours in two days with this one. With Evergreen content? Yes. I mean, so you have the subscribers. I have the subscribers, but a lot of them are like inactive, but I'm still like, you can look at the analytics and and a a couple of, a handful of the views are coming from people getting notifications on their phone. So I'm getting like maybe 10 views per video, like right off the bat. And of course people are unsubscribing, but I don't really care. Yeah. Cause the subscriber doesn't really matter. Yeah. It just needs to stay above a thousand, which is, it's going to happen. I have 11,000. Uh, then you just kind of got away. I mean, it's, it, it seems like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of just seems like you should use the evergreen content. The evergreen the, content on this channel and not buy a monetized channel? Yeah. I mean, you have it. It might be a fun exercise to try to buy a monetized channel, but. And they're so cheap. You can get one for like a hundred bucks for like 10,000 subscribers. It's a good exercise. Yeah, and people sell them because they're just like, oh, I'm only making $30 a month. And I'm like, well, change the Hmm. content. (laughs) Then you just kind of got away. I mean, it seems like evergreen content is greater than online drawn content. Oh, yeah. Evergreen content, like, is going to make, is going to push this channel to a million subscribers in the long term. Online John was never going to do that. But... Like online John was like my fucking my childhood work for like ten years, and I'm just like yeah. building on top of it, like burying it. That's a, a good and way. No one to... can ever enjoy it again, unless I re-upload, which I probably could, which I probably will. I was just, I mean, have the perspective of your childhood work is building for your future success with evergreen content. And it does feel good that like I did build up these subscribers myself. I didn't just buy them, you know. That is probably the perspective you should have. Yeah. Download the files. You have your memories. In the long run, doing evergreen content probably 
helps your future self more. I was just watching Bo Burnham's new thing. And I was like, damn, is dude, good? he is literally a library of like 10 years of content. Yeah, I, go I was going to watch that. I was going to bring up him as uh, an analogy of kind of comparison of online John stuff. Yeah. And then people that used to enjoy online John can't watch it. But I mean, did Bo Burnham ever have eight years worth of a pause? Uh, yeah, like five years. But what like it's a, strict. Pause. Like I don't care if like, like I'm not gonna obviously get all these viewers back. But for this like one or two people a year that are like, oh, I remember I used to watch this guy. I wonder if his videos are still up. Yeah, there is Let's an opportunity. I was at Ross and some girl recognized me. I think in the past you have. And I was like, I literally had dreadlocks. I was like, how the fuck do you know? It's it's you kind of it's also like evergreen versus the possibility of building uh, a John brand. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even, I don't think I want a John brand. Really? Uh, well, evergreen to go then. I just want money. I mean, a John brand, meaning you have very loyal fans that can do whatever will follow you to whatever you do, you know? Yeah. And if it's you valuable. get money, it's f first, you can always build a brand later like Ty Lopez they just spent millions of dollars on ads advertising himself and then now he's a following content first man gotta have good content you can spell billion dollars on ads and you'll probably get beat by someone who has better content his content's cool because he doesn't spend any money on it it's just like hey it's me and then he spends money promoting it and people will buy his shit good on you Ty uh, fucking but yeah no my content's my content's dope I paid another guy on Fiverr to make me some more shit nice but yeah I love it um this is the one analytics good As it's cool I was gonna mention that it's cool if you like look at the analytics and check out the lifetime there's like activity 10 years ago then like a big dip and now it's starting to wiggle again and any activity job. right now is like up 999% because like this channel's been dead. But I have videos on here from fucking neighbor Jeff from fucking college, vlogs from college. Or there's fucking, getting a little bit of views of they online have job like, stuff. All the Adobe House shit has like hundreds and then all my other stuff has like thousands, tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. One is a couple hundred thousand. One is 80,000. One is 50,000. And the rest have like 10,000, 5,000. Interesting choice to be made. I don't know. Having a valuable person brand can be valuable. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I don't know. You kind of have to weigh that versus a little bit of quickness. Because, I mean, years and years, is it more valuable to have a, a loyal fan base of whatever you're making or to have a, a good evergreen channel? Well, what I've been doing is my approach to everything now is get money to make art instead of make art to get money. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like it's easier. And if you can make art without having to worry about going to work, it's so, I feel like the art's just going to be better. You know, you don't have to rush anything. You'd be like, yeah, let's fucking make a movie and take two weeks to do it. Because the, the content you'd, you want to be making for online John stuff is kind of entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, you know. Like, well, what, what I was kind of saying is like, I don't know. Because in my head, I wasn't thinking about entertainment stuff. I was thinking about just like, I don't know, even but entrepreneur stuff. The biggest the biggest upside to this evergreen stuff is having no personality attached to it, you know? So I could die and the channel would still make money. That's your answer then. Which is pretty which is pretty cool. You never have to hire like a host or anything. Yeah. Systems that go beyond you are 
a winner. I love it. But yeah, fucking, I've lost I think 20 subscribers so far since I started uploading. I have four videos public, six or seven scheduled. Somebody already hit me with a copyright claim. I don't know how you can copyright claim this shit, but I disputed it. Mm. And it was before it was even public, so I don't understand. It must have been like a bot, like, scanning it and they made a mistake. But yeah, I disputed it. There might be because if I, I watched your video and what they're claiming isn't even in their video. No. Hmm. You know? I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And everything I use is uh royalty free. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. That might be worth a little bit of an investigation. Yeah, because I don't want to fuck up my monetization, bruh. Otherwise, what's the point? Anything you read lately? Oh, shit. Did you just die? Sorry, come again? Anything you read lately catch your eye? Uh, That guy that I remember was saying I was running for governor, he <laughs> hit up our boy Charles Hoskinson. I was like, yo, Charlie, hey, man, you got to help us. If I'm governor, you got to help us, like, use Cardano to make the state better. And Charlie was like, you got it, bro. Like, if you win, I will fucking move to California and we'll rebuild the state. So what a marketing I'm, move. I'm doubling down on what's his face? Kevin Pafrath, I think is the name. Well, that's a very uh, <coughs> clever idea. Because I, yeah. I have like 70% believe that whoever the kid is running doesn't really care about Cardano, but knows it has a loyal fan base. I think he, I think he knows about Cardano because he's really... He's really well versed in crypto and stocks and investing and stuff. Hmm. Perhaps he does like it. He's a very uh he's a very strong personal brand. Yeah. I think he has a chance of winning. Did Yang dropped out of a New York governor run? I saw that. P Lame. P Lame. I don't know, ready. man. They weren't ready for him. I feel like People like that have maybe sounds like a stronger brand. Like Yang seems like a strong brand to younger people. I think a YouTube personality would have a strong brand to younger people. But I don't know if in the bigger picture you, you can see people getting votes in for that. If you could just get young people to vote, because I feel like most people, like old people, just vote in. He's already in office. Like if they don't care, it's like, eh, my life's not that bad you, with this you guy. You know why he wants Cardano indeed? Because, uh, he just he just wants online voting to be good so he can get better positioning in the race. As literally everything that's bad about this, everything that's ar archaic about this, or I'm sorry, antiquated about fucking California, like the DMV, he wants to change. He's just like, there shouldn't be a DMV. Like everything, like 90% of the stuff you do at the v DMV can be done on your computer. Yeah. So why why are we going to the DMV? It's slow as hell, you know? It's a nice little push in the direction. Yeah, it's a, it's really a breath of fresh air. And I work for this. I work for the city government, so I know how fucking shitty it is. It was the same thing with Yang, though. Everybody got excited because he started saying things that people were thinking about that are younger and being like, "Yo, let's have a little foresight in the direction of our country." And then you get to the big stage, and everyone's like, "Fuck off, kid!" Because people don't. Young people don't vote. Make it online. <laughs> Maybe maybe yeah, that's why it's why it stayed that way for so long is because you haven't come and said I want to stay in power. I wonder if you could vote online, like how change everything, bro. I think so. Yeah, I really do. How do you prevent like fraud? You don't have to. You'd, you'd have, have to be have, fucking secure as hell. You'd have a good government technology working with people like Hoskinson. <laughs> I think Hoskinson said in his Lex interview that he's trying to get, um, he's trying to implement uh, their tech for voting for like uh, some primary opinion poll, which would be a cool little step. But 
infrastructure is going to be very full of friction. Damn, dude. I need this is my plan. Get this YouTube money and invest in something in this space, like a company, like, but make it my own, like own it, pay someone to make it. DeFi, something like some bullshit and then get acquired and then rinse and repeat. That is a lot of people's plans. There's a lot of projects, man. Yeah, it's also analogous to people being like, "Man, I'm, I'm finna make a dot com in 2000," and that happened, and then fell. I hope I do fail, because then I'll say at least I tried. It's good. Instead of being 50 with all these billionaires around me saying, "Damn, dude, I knew so much about it in my 20s. Why didn't I give it a shot? What was I afraid of?" I like that too. And now I'm. 400 pounds <laughs> balance that with having more foresight than other people that are just making a company and slapping a blockchain label onto it because those people yeah. will fail you gotta have a little bit more things that will make people happy in their life people be doing that shit people are doing which is really cool where they make like coins yeah and they make like a charity wallet and they send like 50 percent to the wallet and then when people buy the coin the wallet charity wallet goes up and then they send it to whatever charity cool yeah that's cool pretty it's not really long lasting neat way of giving because you're also getting i didn't really mean charity even though i do like that i mean um a lot of people just are, are making projects and then put the label of we're using blockchain on it so buy our stuff yeah. which for most people are just going to have not long lasting lives of the company. Yeah, the voting yeah. place is interesting though. Might be a, a fun space to look at. Call it block vote. If you give me your Instagram name, I can prove it to you. I'm a Turkish reliable seller. I am constantly developing and selling channels. All right. This guy. I'm is it through him. Fiverr? No, this is on FameSwap. Mm. I mean, let me give you 100 US dollars. Thanks Should for I listening. fucking... Well, he's I, I from Turkey, so I don't think he wants fucking dollars. Ah, that's why. That's the whole thing of crypto, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I'll catch you guys later. We're like Tether. <laughs> like, can I give you some Tether? tether? He's like, why would I want anything tied to the dollar? Give me Bitcoin. Okay. Let me give you a stable coin. No, fuck that. Give me like, it's like giving you stock. Why would I pay you in stock? It's going to appreciate. I need a fucking channel. Like I'll, I'll buy him this little Bitcoin. It's going to be $5 tomorrow. Anyway, Rick and bond. Rick and bond.